I, have I like JJ how you use the word reviewing She-Hulk instead of doing She-Hulk. <laughs> that was an important distinction right there. Oh, God. We're not doing She-Hulk episode two. We're reviewing. That's right. That's right. There's so many things I, I even say knew he was going to do it. I know. I know. Welcome to the What's Up Reddit podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead and hit that follow, subscribe, like button. Hit the bell notification button so you can keep up with all of our new episodes. Um, yeah, do that. We appreciate it. We'll tell you where else you can find us later on. But for now, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into reviewing She-Hulk, season one, episode two. Um. Yeah. I, have I like JJ how you use the word reviewing She-Hulk instead of doing She-Hulk. <laughs> that was an important distinction right there. Oh, God. We're not doing She-Hulk episode two. We're reviewing. That's right. That's right. There's so many things I, I even say knew he was going to do it. I know. I know. If you guys haven't uh, been able to tell by now, I am a child. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh. That's, that's, I think our listeners are well aware. I'm pretty sure that's why you fit into the podcast so well. I, we, I think there's no qualms about your eight. We all know you're supposedly 29, but sometimes we wonder if you're six going on. What? Who knows? Going on? No, I'm 29, going on seven. Yeah, yeah something like is. that. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm. So anyway, She-Hulk. She-Hulk. We're not doing it. We're just talking about it. Uh, <laughs> good God. See, this is why this is the one problem with recording back-to-back episodes where we recorded and you guys should go listen to it on Monday. Or if you haven't, you go back and listen to it, the super babies. Cause we're we're just in a mood because <laughs> there was nothing to talk about except silly, weird stuff. So anyway, there it is. Um, but let's talk about she Hulk. I, hmm, I want it. I have mixed feelings about this show. I was pretty happy with the first episode. I enjoyed like the tie-in. I enjoyed the fun. It was silly. This episode felt like I felt like it was missing something. Like I just didn't. While well, it was all there, I guess. I mean, it was there were some funny parts to it. There, were, but the most entertained I was, was the post-credit scene, which is unfortunate, but I, I just feel like it didn't really add anything. It was just the next step in her journey that they could have gotten to in this episode a lot faster and then maybe had some real meat. So I will say it was nice seeing uh, Tim Roth with Emil Blonsky back and uh, having that whole tie into the larger universe with Shang-Chi and the fact that it would, you know, we had the, there was the joke that did make me giggle against my will the whole completely different person, literally thing. Um, I didn't want to laugh at that because it shouldn't be funny. <laughs> it was funny. But I laughed. Can I ask why this whole post credit scene, why can't they just freaking, it kind of annoys me that why? it's like baked into it. Why can't they just make the episode longer? Well, I like it because I like, I'm with you with most post credit scenes. Like, and I think that's why that most of the TV shows haven't had more than like one, maybe two a season. 
Um, WandaVision, I think, had two during the season. But this one I like because you can tell it's funny stuff that didn't necessarily fit in the episode, but still is funny enough to, like, I was giggling. Like, when the her family's having her do all this shit for her, like, I was laughing my ass off the whole TV and the carrying, like, the five water bottles. Dad, I, I'm glad you're staying hydrated, but this is a little overkill, don't you think? Like, because I imagine that a normal... It's kind of like the whole Miss Marvel effect, right? Like the best parts were the real life family stuff. Same with this. Like I imagine someone having a superhero in their family that's super strong. That's the silly shit they would do. You know what I mean? So I, think I would that's be why hanging was... lights for Christmas at my house if I was a superhero. Yeah, like I get I it. I just was disappointed when I saw the runtime and realized mm-hmm. how much shorter it actually was and how much post credit scenes i was like man frick we only got like what like 24 minutes of runtime or 22 or something super it was short yeah it was way short i i was shocked like when it ended at the oh crap moment where she sees the fight with with wong and and uh emil blonsky i was like whoa this is over it was such a short Mm -hmm. episode so i'm with you on that and i think that's part of the reason i was so disappointed in comparison to how i enjoyed the first one i'm okay with 30 to 40 minute run times but the 22 24 whatever it was it just felt short and it, it like I said it felt like i didn't there was no substance to the episode really it was just her whining about i don't want to say whining but her bitching about how not having a job and then getting one that she didn't necessarily want and then it was done i was like whoa what the fuck just happened like i want more funny I guess I I didn't mind it because this this season, this new show has started out a lot faster than many of the others we've seen. And so episode one was great, gave us a lot. And I just kind of expected that we were going to get a little less here. And it, it's not that I, I didn't mind it at all. I thought it was good. Um, so I, I maybe your expectations were too high, JJ. I don't think mine are, mine are still super high. I was just in this point with Mario. I was talking to my brother about this when I was in Utah the other day. And I I don't know my expectations of where Marvel's at. I'm just my bar is kind of lower right now. Like I I think that's kind of where I sit. So I'm not expecting as much. And I don't mind the show, but again, it, it's not, I'm not like terribly excited. But I'm also entertained by it. And I think my entertainment is there. But I just, again I question where a lot of where this is going and if it's going to be compelling enough for me to care but I'm I'm still giving it clout because it's Marvel and they built up so much equity with me but is that going to run dry at some point cuz again you take out that this is She-Hulk to an extent or that you know Marvel's making this it's not like anything we're watching is bad but it's definitely not standing out like there's nothing exceptional about what we've seen the first two episodes in my opinion i think it's just another show but if i were to have not watched this at all so far i'm not missing anything yeah no i agree i'm gonna uh utilize my inner javier here this show (laughs) straight up sucks (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what's that i don't I think it might be what Matt was talking about with the expectations, mm. but we just came off of Westworld, which is probably <laughs> one of the greatest TV shows out there. And, you know, at the same time we're watching She-Hulk, we've got House of the Dragon, and that premiere was awesome. And so when we come to She-Hulk, I'm kind of like, eh. Mm. Like, there's not enough of the, the funny to make me enjoy it and be entertained by it. And they kind of go back and forth 
paused out for a second. Uh, what I leave you, off at? You were you were saying the word before that kind of go back and forth. That's where you stop. Oh, they go kind of go back and forth on their uh, social commentary mm-hmm. uh, idea, and so like they they get here and they back off a bit, and then they get a little bit closer and they back off a bit. So it's like, what's what's the point? Almost a little bit, kind of parroting what Matson was saying. Like, I, I don't get it. Um, and so I'm sitting here like, oh joy, another She-Hulk episode. And then all, all I'd have is this little chirping in my Javier, and it's Javier, a little chirping. It's Javier going, get that Marvel dick out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. He did say that quite a bit. And I can't turn it off. Yeah. Yeah, I... <laughs> I think there could be, for, I, I know for me, there's not like comparison burnout. Like I don't, I don't look at when I watch though. I get what you're saying now. Cause we, you know, we texted a couple of times about it, but like the, the good TV shows that we've been reviewing and then you cut to this, like I know going in, this is silly shit, right? Like even like the more serious shows like are never going to compare to something that's the artistic level of, westworld or game of thrones early seasons and then or house of the dragon so i don't have that problem but i do have i i think it might be my first taste of true marvel burnout a little bit and i think it's because i expect one thing about marvel and i used to argue with javier about it all the time is for all the shit that they do, they tend to, with the exception of a handful of movies that have so much content based on what we've built up to, they're usually pretty streamlined, right? Like they get in, they start the action. You still stick with the action. You might have some lulls. You've got comedy inter- interspersed, but they get from start to finish. And the TV shows are starting to grate on me, I think. And I think it started with this episode where I was like, I don't enjoy the lack of substance. And that's what I go back to. It wasn't a bad episode, like Madsen's saying. It's not like I was looking at it going, I don't say it sucks, but I also look at it and go, why did I watch this episode? How did it further the story in a in a meaningful way? To me, it furthered it in a necessary way that really could have been part of the first episode. You could have made a 45, 48-minute episode or even the first episode be an hour long and only make five episodes, and all of this content could have been part of the first episode, right? That would have made sense to go from all the Hulk stuff and actually show us the first day or the first days of being the new lawyer job and then jump into, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm stretching for that. But to me, that's when I say burnout, I'm looking at it going, I just don't. And there's been other episodes in TV shows where I'm like, I watched the episode and I go, it wasn't bad, but there wasn't value in it to me. So. Uh, what I wanted to say is, yeah, is I think what's also hard, JJ, is when you can't binge this stuff, mm. you waiting another week and realizing like, ah, man, am I going to get another episode where like, what, what's really going to be driven home for me? And Marvel hasn't really had to operate in that world because they've been movie based. And I just feel like a lot of this transition transition to TV, I don't think, I think what you said, JJ, is spot on that they, they, their movie formula it worked pretty well. They like Shang Chi followed that where I think Eternals and some of these other movies they're trying to shove too much in. But you look at like the Iron Man movies, Captain America, they'll follow the same model that you just talked about. They have a character, they're developing a story, there's a villain, it comes to a head at the end and the conflict is resolved. But in these T V shows they're trying to follow the same pattern, but I don't think they know how to develop 
characters or a, for me a lot of times it's a compelling villain because you look at uh miss marvel or she hulk for instance so far or some of these like moon knight for, where i still question uh, what what is the main um sorry it's my dog in the background with the chew toy um like what is the main villain and even when it's kind of been identified i just find myself not really caring because it's not someone enough that is compelling enough for me to care about and i think that's been a huge problem for me and that very well could be part of the issue with this episode is it's like i don't know i can't even take a wild guess where they're going with any level of accuracy, right? Like I have a feeling there's going to be, again, a government agency of some sort that she's pitted against now because she's defending villains, but that's the only thing I can do. Cause there's nothing that's been given to me about where the other than Titania coming in. But even that was just a two second little thing. It's like, where are we going? And then to have the episode to me feel like a lack of substance. It's, it's a bad combo. Could Marvel be experiencing Marvel burnout? Because they are churning out a shit ton of content. It's entirely possible. It doesn't always and mean I, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, and I know that they've like pissed off the video effects agent, yeah. you know, whole kind of thing because they changed their dates and they're just kind of crazy with what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's all kind of just almost like they're just driving down a hill with no brakes. Yeah. And they're just trying to stay on the road at this point. Well, you looked at what happened with the new, the newest Thor movie, Love and Thunder, that they just tried to do Ragnarok times two and give you more of what they thought worked. And it worked for the first one, but the second one was like the same movie on steroids. And it, I mean, we reviewed it. Worked it worked for me. Worked <laughs> for you, but it it wasn't really that good of a movie. But they had a compelling villain, which like Marvel movies to me, like usually never have. And he's gone. Like it's over. And man, I just. That's right. I still want them to take a page out of DC sometimes and give me a villain, even in, in this TV show, for instance, where maybe it's more revolved around that, where I know we have the good person, but then I can have, I already know, like, oh, this is, this is all going to come to a head here. But these TV shows, it really hasn't been that. If you think about the last few that we've seen, it's not, and they haven't been bad. It's been a different approach, but... I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the next Marvel TV show is after this one, but I'm. I'm not like super excited at the moment. I don't know what it is either. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I could live without it. I. <laughs> I. You know. I don't know. Like, I. I still have hope for the show, just because I know we're going to be getting some Daredevil. Dare like Charlie Cox is coming back as Daredevil. I'm very interested to see how that works. Are we getting a new? Uh, version of daredevil like i know the suit looks different based on the the cameo preview but is it the part of the multiverse thing is this like going to be a different version of charlie cox he's getting his own show in the future and they're bringing him back within the disney plus world along with most of the other defenders through the netflix series so i'm excited about that um as long as they treat them well because the netflix series were so good for the most part but i yeah, I just I I still have hope for this show. I just feel like the first episode was decent enough to get me interested, and then I just I this episode did not keep my interest. So I'm I'm concerned at the same time as having a little bit of hope. And again, it's just hard to speculate where it's going. It's we, yeah. we don't really we, we there's isn't really anything to speculate because it could go really anywhere at this point. Uh, maybe we need to be better at looking at Easter eggs and stuff. But I don't I don't again I don't. I think there's a lot to to say, but maybe JJ can give us a few. It was, 
It was a beautiful fucking segue, Matson, that you didn't even know I was getting ready Perfect. to do. It, seriously, like uh, my next level of point of egress was going to be talking about the little Easter egg that they threw in when she was surfing the net, look like not looking for jobs, and her friend was giving her shit. There's a I sent Alec a text with a little picture losing my shit because and I rewound it like I had to I saw it at the end and I went no they did not and then I had to rewind it and they, and they did. did so there's two little things in the on the website on you know the little articles on the side as you're scrolling a web page and the top one is the one that pisses me off the second one is funny because it at least makes a, a reference to something that people are asking why are we not talking about this so I'll start with the one that's kind of funny and it was some article about people are asking what is this statue that's coming out of the ocean of this big man so it's talking about the eternals and the fact that there's a a celestial celestial crawling out of the ocean somewhere in the world and we've not mentioned it at all since the eternals movie so i laughed when i saw that little link that you could click on now the one that ooh irritates the shit out of me because i have hope and i've really and Marvel will probably let me down because my expectations are so high because it's X-Men, but you guys already know how pissed I was about Miss Marvel and the fact that she technically introduced the mutants and Marvel and the X-Men. Now we have a little link that says man fights in bar with metal claws. Really? You're going to relegate Wolverine to a fucking link on a goddamn website. Fuck off, Marvel. <laughs> I was mad. Like, I was big mad. Like, it popped up, and I saw Man with Metal Claws. I went, no. And I rewound it. Sure as shit. And I, I wasn't even... Normally, I don't text Alec until after I'm done with an episode if I feel like I need to talk to him about it. But I, I, I had just gotten past it, saw it, took a picture, texted him the picture, and I went, fucking really? <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. So mad. Seems pretty on point, you know. I kind of feel bad for making so much fun of Javier in the past. He's, uh, well, he was just a little bit before his time. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I still disagree with a lot of his shit from the early. Oh, days, absolutely. But this TV, the the TV, yeah. And I, like I said, I think it's just one of those things where it's so hit and miss. But yeah. So I love Marvel Easter eggs, and they've done. That's another thing that they've excelled at throughout the history of the MCU. But again, with the TV shows, it's starting to frighten me because they have so much opportunity that sometimes it feels like they're putting him in there just for the sake of putting him in there. And that was never Marvel's thing. Like they always had a purpose to their Easter eggs, even if the Easter eggs were so uh, like obscure, like license plates in almost every Marvel movie has a license plate that references a comic book number or episode or page number or writer they give a lot of the artists and and writers of these books credit through little easter eggs with naming characters or billboards or companies that are on truck signs or whatever it is that's clever to me these obscure things that they're throwing in there because they have purpose or it's it's a big easter egg that's dropping future content if you know what you're looking for like references to Kang long before he became a thing in the Loki show or back in the day references to Thanos before we saw him at the end of Avengers. You know what I mean? So there's, 
they always did a great job of throwing these Easter eggs with purpose. And some of these TV show ones, like the like these ones, while I appreciate, and I would have been just fine if they had only had the one from the Eternals with the statue thing. But the Wolverine one, to me, makes no sense. Like, it, it just feels forced, and it feels like it's a watch how shocking we can be by putting this reference to Wolverine in there. And to me, it just feels frivolous, and I'm looking for the purpose that Marvel usually has when they do things like that. So it irritated me. That's neither here nor there. It doesn't impact how I feel about the episode as a whole. It was just one of those little things that bothered me when I saw it because I'm so sensitive about the X-Men. Don't come at me. We know this. Yeah. Anyway. Well said. Everybody, come I'm, at JJ. <laughs> I think I've exhausted what I wanted to say for this episode, but yeah, well, hopefully it progresses. Somebody did come at me once on one of our YouTubes about the X-Men thing. When during the in fact, it was during the Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel. Yeah, he went off after I, when I, the episode when I lost my shit in the finale. You'll have to be more specific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he when I went off and then he put some. He got after me in the comments and I, I tried to be respectful, but still let him know. Hey, you know, I'm glad you liked them. I thought they were garbage. And then he deleted his comment, which I was pretty sad about. JJ, you're not supposed to scare people away. No, 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 no. Anyway, there it is. Yeah, come at me yeah. or don't. I try to yeah. be respectful. I'm not a troll. Like you, you'll say something, and I usually am very calm about my responses. Usually. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know about it. I'm kind of leaning more towards I'd rather have Miss Marvel season two Whoa. rather than uh, finish Whoa. off She Hulk. Where we stand right now. Where we yeah, stand. That's right fair. Now. I will say. For all of the bluster that I make fun of this show so far, well, at least this episode, Tatiana Maslany is fabulous. She's, of all the things that come out of the show, I love her. She's She was a great choice to play Jennifer Walters and, and to be She-Hulk. I, I think she's doing great. So Agreed. that is the bright spot of this show, which they seem to have found some really good actors because the little, the girl that played Miss Marvel, I really liked her too. And a lot of the the characters that were alongside her in that. And then I like her, her paralegal was pretty cool too. Like I, I think she's funny as hell. All she sees is the dark and cloudy shit about being She-Hulk. And she's like, you have a desk and money to buy yourself a seven foot and six windows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I like, I like the characters. I like the actors that they're getting to play. I just hope that the further episodes, feel more substantive instead of just 24 minutes of garbage useless that's what it felt like it just pointless anyway all right well there it is that was she hulk season one episode two we'll be back next next week for season one on episode three <laughs> um matt's tell us what else they tell them what else they can find us doing and reviewing and talking about Lots of TV. If you want to hear Dumpster Fire, though, that's not TV. Uh, Baby Geniuses, too. Uh, go listen to that so we can just crap all over that movie. It's horrific, uh, but it's a fun episode. Uh, but TV-wise, we got um, The House of the Dragon right now. Obviously, we're doing She-Hulk. We're going to start jumping into the Rings of Power and Andor here. So really excited to get into some OG franchises in Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Me, particularly excited about Lord of the Rings. It's good to have that back. It's been way, way, way too long. Um, 
And then we'll just be sprinkling some older school movies um, that are recommended by us since there's not a lot happening in theaters of late to a point where I'm questioning, do I need my AMC A-list membership for the next month or two? I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to go see. Um, And then if you want to listen to wherever good podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, Ghana, Stitcher, What's Our Verdict Review, check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, If you want to see our pretty faces, um, and then if you want to check us out on TikTok, Alex doing cool things there, talking to tigers, making fun of us, combing his hair, eating weird food, to name a few things. Definitely. There it is. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Whoa! Bye. Cinematic. Cinematic.